Hey, welcome back to the DMs of Light the Fight. And as per usual, we've got a really good question here that I think touches on something that we can all relate. Let's do it. So um, I'm just going to read it. Uh, so I kind of copied and pasted it, so I'm not sure who it came from. So let me guess. It starts with, I hate your podcast, but I have a question. <laughs> no, 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 David, don't. They like you. It's all right. Okay, <laughs> no, but I really like this one because I can tell this person um, has been listening long enough to get the private jokes. And um, hey there, Heidi and David. Thank you so much for being my teenage raising Yodas. So right there, we know that they're... Clean up your room, you will. <laughs> you are really making a difference in our family. Okay. So she gets to it. Enough of the making us stroking our egos. Okay. I have a question about dealing with other family members and your child's anxiety. And and really, this could probably be extended to any time any... I'm saying this. This is from Heidi. Any time anybody starts giving you advice or criticism about how you're dealing with your kids. What are some best practices, phrases, Jedi mind tricks that you can offer to help grandparents, aunts, and uncles, others understand that their words and actions are not helping the situation? For example, when they say things like, you know, you really should be this, and you really should be doing this, and you really should be more tough, or whatever. Especially when they're saying things in front of the child. I don't want to offend my family members, and I've offered, told them to listen to the podcast. But sometimes that old school advice just runs, rubs salt in all of our wounds. So I think that that's a good question um, because we all have a lot of opinions that swirl around us and um, come from people who don't actually live inside our houses. <laughs> And a lot of times with family members, they can easily dismiss and not take you seriously. Um, so if you were to try to defend it, like, hey, you know, my, my kid's not, you know, being scared or they're not this, oh, easy there. You know, you know how it was. You were the same way when you were a kid. And sometimes people can take shots at our kids, can criticize our parenting. And if we or try what about to, this? Oh, when I have kids, I will never let them do that. Or when my like, kids are teenagers, do that? I would never let them do that. They're like, how can you allow this? You know if you keep on allowing this, they're just going to take advantage of you. Whatever the scenario may be, um, sometimes we have to have some really good comebacks at those particular situations or have like a planned like what to say. So I'm going to give you that in just a second. Um, but this is family stuff. And families sometimes can be – pretending that they're being harmless and that they're just joking or that you're not allowed to get frustrated with their criticism because they're trying to help you. And like she put in this question, you may not feel as a parent that it's helping and you may want to defend and say something, but it just may make it worse. Um, like I said, sometimes people dismiss it and say, you're taking it too serious. You're getting too worked up or I'm just joking or, you know, I'm just trying to help you. Whatever it may be, those situations are difficult to handle because you're dealing with some old school people. You know that they're not necessarily looking for you to share with them the air of their ways, but they love to share with you the air of your ways or the air of your kids' ways. So here's what you do. And this is a Jedi mind trick. I label this as definitely a Jedi mind trick. And I talk about this one quite often. 
So here's how it goes. You need to sometimes give people a compliment for something that you want them to do as if they've already done it, even though they have not even come close to do anything that you want them to do. <laughs> Definite Jedi mind trick. So here's how this works. Let's say um, you're, and so I'm, I'm pretending to be you right now, mom. Um, let's say your parents, one of your parents, one of your parents says, you know, um, you know, little Johnny, I always use Tommy, Johnny, that type of thing. <laughs> little Johnny, you know, I'm, I'm really worried about him. You know, he's really, you know, controlling and, you know, he's taking all the other kids' toys and he doesn't share well. And in your mind, you're like, he's three, mom. Like, what do you expect? Like, if you not read a psychology book? And so you quickly take offense to it because she's attacking your parenting. And let's say your mom says something like this, like, you really need to work with him on that because, you know, the last thing you want is for him to get in trouble and then other kids can't play with them. And, you know, that, that's a bad habit and you need to nip that in the butt right now. And if you don't do it, it can get out of control. And he could be another one of those kids that grow up super selfish. Let's say she goes off on this tangent and you just feel your blood boiling. And I'm using like a pretty intense situation, you know, attacking your kid, making fun of how you parent, saying how your parent's wrong, and your kid's going to have all these horrible adult issues because at three they're doing something that's common. So at that particular moment, with all the anger and frustration, all the things you want to say to your mom, like, oh, really? Well, interesting about your parenting skills when I was growing up, it's really not good to let your five-year-old babysit your three-year-old, don't you think, mom? <laughs> I'm just joking. That's happened before where people said, I was watching over my siblings when I was barely old enough to watch myself. So instead of taking the defense, well, let's put it this way. If you were to tell your mom criticism or any family member criticism as response to their criticizing you, it's most likely not going to have a good outcome going to turn into a fight. Maybe it's going to add to already difficult resentment in the relationship. Maybe you're not good at saying those things and you get really upset and then you walk away and they laugh at you and mock you because you're taking it so serious. Whatever those outcomes are, they're probably not going to be good. But using this example, I want you to try this response and then I'll break it down a little bit more in just a second. I would like you to say something like this. Mom, Thank you for pointing that out to me. You're right. You know, he's, he's struggling right now sharing toys. And, you know, if, if, if that doesn't get dealt with, yeah, he, you know, he could, he could have some serious issues in the future. Don't be sarcastic. Say, oh, yeah, he's going to be a drug dealer and go to prison because that's obviously you're being <laughs> sarcastic. And that's not going to help out. But you say, yeah, you know, you're right. He is in that. And, and by the way, you notice I'm not quick to defending anything. I haven't said anything yet saying, well, I've been working on it. He's struggling or, you know, it's not his fault. You just say, yeah, you're right. You know, and thanks for pointing that out to me because, you know, mom, it's, it's tough being a parent. You know, you get all these things going on and sometimes I don't even realize it. So thanks for bringing it to my attention. And I'll be sure to, uh, to continue to, to figure out ways because I'm sure there's probably some really good books or something like that. And, and I know you have a lot of advice on this, so why don't you do me this favor, Mom? If you know of any books or if you know of any information that really helps parents with that, please let me know about it because I'd be happy to read about that. What you're doing is you're thanking them for helping you even when they're not helping you. Because it's a whole lot easier to tell someone thank you for doing something that you'd want them to do as if they've done it versus saying I'm mad at you for accusing me of doing something that I'm not doing. Especially if it's a family relationship. Let's say this is a dinner that you have once a month. 
what is, what's going to come out of getting into an argument with a parent, a friend, a cousin, a sibling at that particular moment when you're not going to see them in two hours, they're going to leave. They're probably not a part of your day-to-day life, even if they are your parent or someone close to you. They're probably pointing out something that they have such a small sample size. They're just seeing something. Maybe that's something that they made a mistake on and so it's something they're ashamed of. Maybe it's something that they um, read or heard on you know, Dr. Phil that people need to work on and they're assuming that your kid's struggling with something. Or worst case scenario, let's say they're right and you're really insecure about this topic and it could get really bad by you getting defensive. Instead, you say, thank you for pointing that out. I really appreciate bringing that to my attention, you know, and, you know, I, I know I struggle with this and I need to work on that as a parent. So thanks for being patient with me, mom, because obviously I don't have as much experience as you do because, you know, you raise a lot more kids than me. I feel like that really takes a lot of emotional maturity. (laughs) Well, here's the result if you don't develop those skills, more family drama. And as I'm quoting a client of mine from a very long time ago, she's from the South, and she said, my alarm's going off, and she said, child, ain't no drama like family drama. Because you can try to divorce your family, but it's not possible. So look at it in perspective. What does their opinion really matter? Are they raising your kid with you? Are they your nanny? Are they in the fight with you every single day? So now let's, let's bring it to a teenager thing. Or let's bring it to your marriage. So let's say a sister says, hey, you know, you know, your teenager is being disrespectful. They're this and that. And, you know, you can't put up with that. And I've been watching you long enough. You know, just let your kid walk all over you. And, you know, and they just start criticizing you. At that moment, you're going to feel your blood boil. But that's where you got to take quick action. And you should say something like this. You know, sis, I... I admit it's it's kind of hard to hear that because, you know, you're you're right. There's a lot of truth to what you're saying, and as much as I want to sit here and defend it, um, I know that you're only bringing this up to me because you care, and you're probably watching me struggle with this, and you want to help me. But it's probably frustrating for you to see my my teenager acting this way and being disrespectful. Little side note, as a parent, you may know some deep, intimate things that your kid's going through that you can't share with the sister because that's personal, private stuff. So you can't really give them the details of what's going on, and then you don't really want to fight it with them about it. So then you thank the sister and say, thank you, because even though I know you know, you don't want to have to criticize me like that, and you don't want to have to bring you know, all this stuff to the surface, um, you know, I, I just know you're coming at it from love and you just want to help me out with this. So in, in the future, could you do me a favor? Um, if you see, you know, you know, little Stevie, you know, being bad and struggling with all these different types of behavioral issues, could you send me a text or send me a message and just kind of let me know about it? Because as a parent, I'll be honest, it's hard to take that criticism. And, and I know you don't want to hurt my feelings and I just want to help. But it is kind of hard if you were to always bring it up to me like he's screwing up, he's screwing up. Um, just kind of give me a little heads up, like say, hey, you know, might want to check on him because, like I said, I, I really want to be better at this, and I know I need to work on some things different. I know he needs to make some serious changes. Sometimes, this is the this is the one criticism that people tell me. Well, then they just start going off. Well, 
well, yeah, you know, I didn't want to say anything, but, you know, I'm really getting frustrated because it's so disrespectful, this and that and this and that and the other. It's like, again, thank you for being patient with my son. I know how difficult this must be for at our annual family reunion for you to be around my teenage son <laughs> and have to put up with all the stuff because, you know, on a day-to-day basis, I'm fine with it. I, I have no problems with it. We're not just going to counseling once a week and I'm reading books all the time and listening to podcasts, but I appreciate your concern, your annual concern about my child. What you're, that's what you can say in your mind, but what you're saying out loud is, thank you, appreciate it. Um, you know, if I know you've had, let's say your sister had teenagers. I know you've had lots of teenagers. If there's any resources or anything that, that you know of, could you please send me that? Because I'd be happy to learn about it. The definition of humility is a willingness to be taught. That's the definition. Being humble doesn't mean that you're passive. Being humble doesn't mean that you're not assertive. Being humble means I'm going to learn from this experience. And if you want to learn from past experiences with families giving criticism and all these suggestions and advice and opinions that you don't want, you'll probably come up with this conclusion. If you react, it gets worse. If you get defensive, now your relationship is the problem and now you're taking their criticism as like the fuel for your fire. Now they're going to leave and go back to the house, you're going to your house and I can't believe they did this. Believe me when I tell you this. Your own family members are probably going to say the stupidest things because they feel like they have the right to. At least strangers don't say that to you because they at least know that they don't have a relationship to tell you those things. So if you're getting harsh criticism from people who are close to you and you're looking at them going, you're the biggest hypocrite. You lived a horrible life. Or let's say someone's giving you criticism on your teenager because they work with teenagers in their school, but they've never had one. You can laugh inside your mind, but don't laugh outside because it sounds mocking them or condescending. Just go, yeah, you know what? That's making a lot of sense. Yeah, I really appreciate that insight. Thank you for sharing that with me because I've really been struggling. I'm going to really take that to heart. You know, you made a lot of good points. They walk away, shut the hell up. I ain't listening to you. (laughs) Just because they say it doesn't mean you got to consider it. So the bottom line is to put the relationship first that more family drama isn't going to improve any situation that might be going on inside your family and probably modeling that emotionally mature and non-confrontational slash humble um, relationship interaction um, would just be good probably all around. I I say this a lot where I say sometimes you got to pretend to be naive. wise people often appear as if they don't know. And they often appear to be thankful for criticism and advice. That's horrible criticism and advice. I was talking to one of my old college football players, um, uh, buddies of mine here locally, uh, a dude that uh, he's he's a vice principal at a school here. He's amazing with teenagers. This guy's just, he's very gifted. Uh, His name is Juice. Shout out to my boy Juice. And we were talking about the same conversation he goes, yeah, in my neighborhood, he's from Florida, so they had the saying, says, uh, play the fool to get wise. Mm-hmm. And when people are criticizing you, if you play a fool, like, wow, like, thank you so much for being patient with my son, or thank you for being patient with me. With all my errors as a parent, thank you for, for still bringing this to my attention, because I know you just want to help me. You're really saying, hey, I know that you don't like this, but if I come at you and tell you what you're saying is ridiculous, it's going to cause more drama, more problem, 
and then we have a beef now and I get defensive. So you're thanking them for being patient with you when they're not being patient with you. You're thanking them for bringing it to your attention when you didn't need them to bring it to your attention. But you're, what you're really saying is, I don't need you to bring it my attention anymore because you just did. I don't need you to help me out with this because I am already patient with this situation. It's a total reverse psychology, a.k.a. Jedi, Jedi mind, mind tricks. tricks. <laughs> and it stops them because think about it. Even if they're just using it as criticism towards you, they want to be a master at this subject. So if you tell them, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Thanks for all this. Appreciate that. It really stops them short. And the few people who keep on going just say, hey, I got it. You made your point. You know, you don't want me to get all personal. You know how emotional I can get and how personal I can take things. <laughs> you right. make fun of it instead of defending it. It diffuses, diffuses the it, entire yeah. scenario and situation. And like my buddy said, sometimes you got to play the fool to get wise. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, as always, I feel like on the DMs, we get a solution that we maybe weren't quite expecting. <laughs> so that's, I feel like, the signature or, move of the DM. As always, job security for me, if you want to go out there and fight with your families, because I got plenty of people lined up on my schedule to tell me about their family drama. I'd prefer that you try this so you don't have to go see a therapist or you can let your counselor see other people about other things. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right. Well, as always, we love hearing from you. So thank you for whoever sent that in. Yes, thank you very much. Great question, by the way. Hopefully that helps out a lot. I think it, I think it will. And I think that, by the way, that can also work with teachers. It can work with people at church. Spouses. Or, you know. Someone you're dating. People on Telling the, them when they're criticizing you, you have this problem with you. You have this problem with you. Say, you know what? I, I didn't even realize that. Thank you for bringing my attention because even though it's hard for me to hear, I, I appreciate the reminder. So could you do me a favor and just let me try to figure out a better way to work on this and let me know every then how I'm doing. But, you know, now that you brought it up, you know, we can end that discussion. <laughs> Gently. 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 All right. Well, as always, you guys, thanks for um, connecting with us and for listening. And until next time. Uh, help us light the fight wherever you are and work put those relationships first. <laughs>Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.